I'm Joan Epler. Please join with Dr. Gary Epler, Harvard Medical School. Dr. Epler recently discovered new brain science, and today we're going to talk about how this applies to post-disaster stress. I'm Dr. Gary Epler. I made a new brain science connection about transferring unhealthy thinking to healthy thinking. I call this Know Who You Are Moment by Moment. Today, we're going to apply this to post-disaster stress. This new brain science is that you can only think out of one region of your brain at a time. So know the brain region you're thinking from, and that's who you are, moment by moment. How does this apply to post-disaster stress? The new brain science is about knowing the regions of your brain and learning to transfer out of two bad regions, the anger center and the self-centered thinking region, in a few seconds. Post-disaster stress can be managed and controlled by staying out of the two bad brain regions, which are the amygdala anger center and the self-thinking cingulate brain region. That last one's whenever you're thinking about yourself. Let's call it the singular region. Stay out of the anger center and the singular region. People have catastrophic events in their lives. They get fired. They get thrown out of school. They're in a devastating, life-threatening natural disaster. How do people respond to these events? There are three responses. 10% of the people will become super achievers. 80% of the people will have a normal response with recovery, total recovery, over time. And 10% of people will respond very poorly with ongoing stress for months and years. What can we learn from the super achievers? They're super. (laughs) They develop and use healthy habits. That include eight hours of sleep every night, daily exercise, and healthy nutrition. They learn something new every day. They avoid negative energy from people and join other super achievers for learning and inspiration. They remove toxic environment and people from their lives. They challenge themselves every day. They take responsibility for all of their actions. They don't blame or criticize. They have unwavering commitment. They prioritize and execute. They have learned the discipline to say no if they're not able to complete a request. They commit themselves. Finally, they eliminate stress by learning to quickly get out of those two bad brain regions, that anger center and that self-thinking center, that singular region of the brain. Why is thinking about yourself so bad? Well, let's find out. It doesn't make sense to me why why thinking about yourself would be bad. Well, let's let, let's find out. Take 100 people, put them in a functional MRI machine, and ask them a simple question. Don't think about yourself. They uh, get into the machine and they start thinking about, oh, they made a mistake that day and the red light goes on. And they learn to uh, turn that light off. Then they start feeling sorry for themselves. They compare themselves. They're not doing as well as everyone else. And again, the red light goes on. Then they have some bad thoughts about people. Resentment, retaliation, jealousy, and judgment. 
The red light is blinking furiously now, but they learn to stop thinking about themselves and stop thinking about these thoughts. So let's check in on them three months later. It takes a while to do that, to stop thinking about yourself, but they did. Let's check in on them three months later. They're healthier, more productive, more creative. They enjoy life more. They're happier. And they're better friends and better citizens. What would you like to have people do? Learn to get out of that singular brain region in a few seconds. It's healthier, more productive, and you'll be happier. What is the response from 80% of the people to one of the disastrous events? We talked about that 10%. Those are those super achievers. But most people, 80%, they return. And it's a slow process, but people gradually return to their normal routine. They usually return to their work and their daily routine. That's a way to uh, get back uh, to their routine. And they replace these details of the events uh, with their, their work and their daily routine. Eventually, the event fades from active memory and forgotten. What about the 10% of people who can't forget about the disastrous event and continue to dwell on the negative event for months and even for years and years? This is a major, major problem. Some people can't stop thinking about the event. They continually think from their anger center or their self-centered singular brain region. Every day, sometimes all day long, it's unhealthy, unproductive, and takes away from happiness. They're not their true selves. They're always thinking from their singulate. They're irritable, quick to lose their temper, and can be unfriendly and mean to people. Always on edge in public, watchful for impending danger. They may even have flashbacks and nightmares. They don't want to return to those enjoyable activities they used to enjoy. And the reason they're always thinking from their self-centered brain region. They're always thinking about themselves. They not only use their, their creative, the creative brain region, which is in our frontal cortex, it's for other people, not for them. They always figure out how to help themselves by using that creative brain region. Everything is negative. It's negative thinking always about this catastrophic event. Thinking from their self-centered brain region. What should they do? If these feelings persist for more than a few months and begin to interfere with their life and certainly begins to interfere with other people's professional help is really a useful option. How can the new brain science apply to controlling stress? You should strive for what I call zero stress level. All times during day and night. This doesn't mean you're not going to have stress. And you're even going to have level 10 stress. It's going to occur maybe even every day. And some days are just stressful days. But you can eliminate the harmful response from stress. And stress is caused by that self-centered singular thinking. You need to learn to get out of this brain region in seconds for a zero stress level. Could you give an example? A woman standing in a checkout line at a grocery store, tears rolling down her face from level 10 stress. She was caring for her husband who had Alzheimer's disease. This is a very stressful situation for anyone. She felt bad because she wasn't smart enough to help him. 
This is singular thinking. She can help him just by being with him. And she needs to be kind to herself when she has thoughts like this. She felt bad because she wasn't spending enough time with her husband. This is singular thinking. She's not being kind to herself. She needs to think opposite thoughts. Be kind to herself. Get herself out of that singular thinking. Be kind to herself. She needs to say, being with him, that's enough. It's all that matters. It's not a matter of how much time. She feels guilty because she wants to get a cup of coffee on her way home. This is singular thinking. She shouldn't feel guilty. She needs, again, to think about spending the time with him, giving him the time. That's what it's about. She can enjoy that cup of coffee. This, again, is singular thinking. And finally, she may have a terrible thought that maybe she would be better off if he died. Almost everyone probably has done this. She feels terrible about it. She keeps thinking about it and how bad a person she is. This is singular thinking once again. She needs to get out of there. Be kind to yourself as that second thought. Don't keep thinking about it and about how she's a horrible person. Be nice to herself. Be kind to herself and get out of that singular thinking. She is a very good person. She's giving her time and help to her husband as much as she can. That's a good example of how to manage stress. Stress is caused by thinking from the anger center and the self-thinking singular brain region. Stop the stress in seconds for a zero-stress day. How do people get out of their singular thinking? This is what I want people to do. You know you're in that brain region. Realize you're thinking from that self-centered region. And if the thoughts are about sort of being mean to yourself and feeling sorry for yourself, do the opposite. Be kind to yourself. And this is the way you do it. Make a mistake. Maybe you really messed up during the day or something. Acknowledge it. Just that's acknowledge, yes, I made a mistake. And then second thought is think about the benefits. What are the benefits from this? What can I learn from it? If nothing else, the benefit of just getting out of thinking about how bad you are. That's a benefit. Then move on to thinking about something else, creating something better. So yes, you made a mistake, acknowledge it, think about those benefits, and then move on to something else, create something better. That's if you're thinking about those thoughts about being mean to yourself, feeling tired for yourself. What about those other thoughts? Those thoughts about toward other people, it's sort of taking behaviors, it's blame other people, criticize, judgment, jealousy, and sometimes even retaliation. These need to, again, have the thoughts, that we're all going to think things like that, but acknowledge them and get the benefit from that and move on. And the way to move on from this is to give, because it's the opposite. You're taking and so now give, just give, give your time, give your energy, give your help, give an answer to a question. Get out of the self-thinking singular region by being kind to yourself and giving your help. Do you have any closing comments? Post-disaster stress is from self-centered thinking and from thinking from that singular, that anger center. You can manage this stress by knowing who you are moment by moment. Know your brain region. 
Learn to get out of that anger center and that self-centered thinking brain region quickly for improved performance, creativity, and and Dr. Gary Epler, closing today's segment. Next time, we'll talk about starting a new health habit.